Welcome to another broadcast worldwide from the Foggy Mountain Studios. This is the decline and fall of America, and I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor. Today we have an exciting topic. I'm very excited to talk about it, and it's a subject that you won't really hear talked about elsewhere too much, but I'm fascinated by it, so here goes. Um, You may not be aware of it, but the state of Oregon, about a year and a half ago, passed a um, a measure, that's what they call it there, it's a ballot measure, by all voters, and basically a majority of the voters in the state of, Al- in the state of Oregon decided to legalize all hard drugs. And that happened about a year and a half ago. And the theory behind it was that if you legalize the drugs, instead of populating our prisons, which has an adverse effect on minorities because they use a disproportionate amount of the drugs, You could not only have more racial equality, but you could also empty out some of the prisons. So that was the theory. And then the other part of the theory on Oregon's experiment and the legalization of all drugs was that people would be given the opportunity to go into free drug treatment. So instead of sending them to prison, the state of Oregon would offer them free drug treatment. And by treating drug addiction as a health issue instead of a criminal issue, the idea was that the number of drug addicts would go down dramatically, the number and the amount of crime would go, go down dramatically because people aren't being arrested for it anymore, so they don't have legal expenses related to being arrested. They don't have to worry about losing their jobs or, and so on and so forth. They don't have to worry about the social stigma. And if they get caught, they're offered this drug treatment in, instead of being arrested. So what drugs did the state of Oregon legalize? Well, all of them. They legalized heroin and cocaine and methamphetamines, and amphetamines, and LSD, and everything else under the the sun. Well, what happens if you are, you know, using these drugs, let's say in a shopping mall, or let's say in a public park, or let's say on the street, or in a business, or a restaurant? Well, what happens, the cops can still be called, but when the cops show up in the state of Oregon now, they don't arrest you. They give you a drug citation, which is a lot like a traffic ticket. Traffic tickets, unless it's like a DUI, are basically citations. They're not criminal offenses. So a traffic ticket, you're not arrested for most traffic tickets. Again, not a DUI, not talking about drunk drunk driving. But um, we are talking about every other kind of driving offense. So, you know, driving through a stop sign, speeding. Those are not arrests. Those are citations. And you get a citation and you pay a fine and you pay the fine and you go on with your life. So that's what happens in the state of Oregon. You get caught with heroin or cocaine or methamphetamines or crack or whatever it is you're doing, LSD, and the cops get called for whatever reason. Well, they write you a ticket. It's a drug ticket, not an arrest, not a criminal violation. And you have a choice then. You can, in the state of Oregon, currently under the law, which was passed by this ballot measure, you can either pay a fine, a small fine, just like you would a traffic ticket, a couple hundred bucks, or you can call a 1-800 number a phone number, and for free, they will offer you some drug counseling over the phone or in person if you need it, and and if you need inpatient or outpatient treatment, that's now free in the state of Oregon, and and so that's that's the game plan, and this was passed by a majority of the voters in the state of Oregon, so this is not being done secretly, it's not being done behind closed doors, and again, the theory was you'd see a decrease in the amount of drug use because people are now getting treatment, you'd see the prisons empty out. You'd see it wouldn't have a disproportionate impact on minority communities that tend to use more drugs, and so there would be better racial equality in the state of Oregon, and and so on and so forth, and they thought it would reduce the costs, and 
Again, Oregon tried this about a year and a half ago. It's still in effect. It is still the law in Oregon. Well, what's happened in that last year and a half? That is the subject of this podcast. Now, I wanted to be clear. I'm not talking about marijuana, right? Almost 40 states have legalized some form of marijuana. So personally, I think marijuana should be legalized. It should be treated like alcohol. You know, don't drive with it. Don't work while you're using it. Um, but use it safely and in moderation and in the appropriate social context, not around the children. And I think marijuana is fine. I'm, I'm in favor of legalization. So, so that's where I stand. So this podcast is not talking about marijuana. And that was not the focus of the legalization effort in Oregon. Oregon legalized all drugs, all drugs. So that's what this is about. Now, Oregon has a newspaper and, well, they have many newspapers, but one of them is called the City Journal. And I'm, I'm guessing, I don't know for a fact, but I believe the city they must be referring to is Portland, Oregon, one of the biggest cities, if not the biggest city in the state of Oregon. And this is an article that was just published uh, in the City Journal in 2022. And I think it's absolutely fascinating um, what it says, because it tells you what's happened in the last year and a half since Oregon legalized all drugs. So I'm just going to read a part of the article to you, and then I'll discuss it after the fact. Quote, in 2020, Oregon became the first state to decriminalize possession of drugs, including hard drugs. Portland District Attorney Michael Schmidt gleefully announced that his office would immediately stop prosecuting drug possession even before the law went into effect, saying, quote, past punitive drug policies and laws resulted in the over-policing of diverse communities, heavy reliance on correctional facilities, and a failure to promote public safety and health, unquote. The article goes on to say, quote, less than two years later, Oregon is suffering through the predictable results of this experiment. Overdoses are skyrocketing, violent crime is rising, and virtually nobody is getting treatment. Voters approved the Oregon law known as Measure 110 in 2020. The law decriminalized possession of drugs, including cocaine, methamphetamines, heroin, and other controlled substances. Instead of a misdemeanor offense, people caught in possession of these drugs would be issued the equivalent of a traffic ticket with a small fine. All penalties would be waived if the person simply called in for a health assessment at an addiction recovery center. Criminal justice reformers garnered support for the bill by claiming that it would reduce both addiction and alleged racial disparities in the criminal justice system. A solitary dissenter, Paul Colejo, a physician with Salem Health Hospitals and Clinics, said, quote, The framers of ballot measure 110 portray individuals with addictive addictions as rational actors who will naturally seek out and accept treatment for their condition. But I can assure you as a frontline provider that this is simply not true. Unfortunately, removing the threat of incarceration and abandoning the collaboration between law enforcement, the judiciary, probation, and the drug court system will result in a revolving door of drug abuse, treatment, refusal, crime, homelessness, and ongoing costly health-related expenditures for hospitalizations due to overdose, infections, and drug-induced psychosis, unquote. The article goes on to say, quote, Oregon should have listened on the issue of reducing addiction and overdoses 
Oregon's decriminalization of drug use has been a tragic failure. Overdose deaths rose by over 33% in Oregon in 2021, the year after the law was passed, compared with only a rise of 15% in the rest of the United States. As for the claim that the law would provide a pathway to treatment for addicts, less than 1% of the people who are now eligible for treatment under Measure 110, a paltry 136 people ended up getting help. In fact, out of the 2,576 tickets written by the police for drug possession, only 116 people called the help hotline to get the ticket waived with the vast majority of the others choosing to pay the minimal fine instead. As Colejo had warned, without the threat of incarceration and the mandatory court programs that come with an arrest, addicts seldom have any interest in getting treatment. The impact of decriminalizing drugs did not stop with addiction and overdoses. Police in Portland report that all categories of crime jumped in reaction to Measure 110. Drug addicts need money. They get it by stealing items and reselling them. So property crimes rose. Once a drug market opens up, the drug dealers move in to service it. And as a result, the streets of Portland are now awash in guns and drugs. With drug dealers battling for turf, gun violence increased. Portland recorded 90 homicides in 2021, shattering the old record for annual murders in the city. Quote, We've seen more guns than we've ever seen in our investigations. Now let's pause for a second here and think about that. So crime has skyrocketed since this legalization of hard drugs has passed in Oregon. And let me read that phrase once again, because it's important. This is from the article. Quote, we've seen more guns than we've ever seen in our investigations, unquote. A Portland police supervisor bluntly stated, quote, Almost everybody is armed. Criminal organizations are robbing other criminal organizations. That's kind of our big push right now. We're trying to stop the gun violence and the drug violence that goes with it because they're hand in hand. It's not one or the other, and it's not related to the pandemic. It's not related to COVID. It's because we have a criminal environment that's tolerated and allowed to flourish here, unquote. Well, there you have it. I mean, it's absolutely fascinating. So if you hear people advocate in your state or any of the other 49 other states, well, let's just legalize drugs and be done with it, you know? I mean, if this is what happens. I mean, Oregon has tried it. It is trying it. It's currently in effect. And think about it this way. You know, would you want your children on heroin, using crack cocaine, addicted to methamphetamines, on LSD, would you, would you, what, what hard drug would you want your children using? Would you want your spouse to become addicted to these substances? Would you want them going on outside your house legally? Would you like it in the park where your kids play? Are you okay with Would you be okay with restaurants and bars? Where would you be okay? Where is where is it acceptable? And I guess that's the question. And we just gotten to a point in this country where we're like, yeah, you know what? What the heck? Just legalize everything. Let people do whatever they want. Why should we care about anyone else? 
they die in the streets, if they become addicted, if there's an increase in shootings and crimes, and people think, well, it won't involve them, but sooner or later it does. Sooner or later, it's your bicycle that gets stolen. It's your car that gets stolen or damaged. It's your house that gets burglarized. It's your business that gets robbed at gunpoint. It's your purse that gets taken by the junkie. I mean, let's, let's think about this. Drugs aren't free. The state of Oregon isn't giving away the drugs. An addict can go through three or $400 worth of drugs each and every day. Now, a lot of women who are addicts, millions of them, get their drugs by prostitution. But a lot of men, and some men do that as well, but a lot of men get it by robbery, theft, and drug dealing. So if you legalize it, like the state of Oregon does, and the state of Oregon is now offering free treatment, and out of all those thousands of citations that the police have given for drug use, only 100 people, 116 people, went for the free voluntary drug treatment. Let's face it, drug users don't want to get off drugs. That's why they keep using them. There's this myth that goes around. Oh, you know, if only they had a chance to access treatment, they would stop. It's just because they can't afford it. Well, Oregon for the last year and a half has offered free treatment. And only 116 people out of the entire state of millions of people have taken advantage of it. So where does that leave us? You may be thinking, well, the war on crime, the war on drugs, that hasn't worked over the last 30 years, right? We filled our jails, but people are still using drugs. Okay, maybe that's fair. And now you're looking, okay, well, this treatment model doesn't work, right? So, so just offering people treatment and giving them a, a citation, that doesn't seem to work because the junkies don't want treatment. They walk away. They don't call. They don't participate. Okay, well, that's fair, too. Well, and if you think I have the answer, I don't. I mean, I've worked in law enforcement for a considerable part of my career. I've had to deal with this situation from a professional viewpoint. I've seen it in the courts. I've seen it. I've had to, I've had to process these cases and as, a, as a person that's participated in law enforcement. I've been a prosecutor, so I, and I've been a defense attorney, so I know what this is like. I've seen it every day, and I can tell you I don't have the solution. I, I, I don't know what the solution is. So I'm not here to say that I have a simple, easy answer for you. I can't offer that. I cannot promise that. But I can tell you one thing is for sure. The Oregon experiment has failed abysmally. You can't just let junkies use drugs, hard drugs, anywhere and everywhere they want because it creates a disaster for society. It increases the amount of death through drug overdoses. It increases the amount of property and violent crime and it destabilizes society. So I thought that's an interesting topic. You don't have to wonder anymore what would happen if we treated drug addiction as a health issue instead of a criminal issue. Well, now you know. Oregon is doing it as we speak, and so far the results aren't good. And maybe it's just another indicator of the decline and fall of America. From the Foggy Mountain Studios, podcasting worldwide, Looking out on the great misty beyond, I am your host, Charles Factor, wishing you a great day.